Well, good morning. I hope you're doing well this morning. I just wanted to take a few minutes and read a little bit in God's Word this morning. I was reading this morning in Jeremiah chapter 25. This is what it says. This is Jeremiah chapter 25. The words that came to Jeremiah concerning all the people of Judah in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah. That was the first year of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, which Jeremiah the prophet spoke to all the people of Judah and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem. For 23 years, from the 13th year of Josiah, the son of Amnon, king of Judah, to this day, the word of the Lord has come, the word of the Lord has come to me, and I have spoken persistently to you, but you have not listened. You have neither listened nor inclined your ears to hear, although the Lord persistently sent to you all his servants, the prophets, saying, Turn now, every one of you, from his evil way and evil deeds, and dwell upon the land that the Lord has given to you and your fathers from of old and forever. Do not go after other gods to serve and worship them, or provoke me to anger with the work of your hands." Then I will do you no harm. Yet you have not listened to me, declares the Lord, that you might provoke me to anger with the work of your hands to your own harm. Therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, because you have not obeyed my words. Very, very important. Because you have not obeyed my words. Behold, I will send for all the tribes of the north, declares the Lord, and for, ne- and for Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, my servant, I will bring them against this land and its inhabitants and against all these surrounding nations. I will devote them to destruction and make them a horror, a hissing, and an everlasting desolation. Moreover, I will banish from them the voice of mirth and the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom, the voice of the bride, the grinding of the millstones and the light of the lamp. This whole land shall become a ruin and a waste, and these nations shall serve the king of Babylon seventy years. Then after the 70 years are completed, I will punish the king of Babylon in that nation, the land of the Chaldeans, for their iniquity, declares the Lord, making the land an everlasting waste. I will bring upon the land all the words that I have uttered against it, everything written in the book which Jeremiah prophesied against all the nations. For many nations, the great king shall be slaves even of them, and I will recompense them according to their deeds and the work of their hands. Thus the Lord, the God of Israel, said to me, Take from my hand this cup of the wine of wrath and make all the nations to whom I send it drink it. They shall drink and stagger and be crazed because of the sword that I am sending among them. So I took the cup from the Lord's hand, And made all the nations to whom the Lord sent me drink it. Jerusalem and the cities of Judah, its kings and officials, to make them a desolation and a waste, a hissing and a curse as at this day. Pharaoh, king of Egypt, his servants, his officials, and all his people, and all the mixed tribes among them, all the kings of the land of Uz, and all the kings of the land of the Philistines. And all the kings of Tyre, and all the kings of Sidon, and all the kings of the coastland across the sea. And all who cut corners of their hair, 
all the kings of Arabia and all the kings of the mixed tribe who dwell in the desert, all the kings of Zimri and all the kings of Elam, all the kings of Media and all the kings of the north, far and near, one after another, all the kingdoms of the world that are on the face of the earth, and after them the king of Babylon shall drink. Then you shall say to them, Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Drink and be drunk and vomit. Fall and rise no more because of the sword I am sending among you. And if they refuse to accept the cup from your hand to drink, then you shall say to them, Thus says the Lord of hosts, You must drink. For behold, I bring to work disaster at the city that is called by my name, and you shall go and you shall go unpunished. That's a question. You shall not go unpunished, for I am summoning a sword against all the inhabitants of the earth, declares the Lord of hosts. You therefore shall prophesy against them all the words and say to them, The Lord will roar from on high. And from his holy habitation, utter his voice. He will roar mightily against his fold and shout like those who tread grapes against all the inhabitants of the earth. The clamor will resound to the ends of the earth for the Lord has an indictment against the nations. He is entering to judgment with all flesh and the wicked he will put to the sword, declares the Lord. Thus says the Lord of hosts, Behold, disaster is going forth from nation to nation, and a great tempest is stirring from the farthest parts of the earth. And those pierced by the Lord on that day shall extend from one end of the earth to the other. There shall not, they shall not be lamented or gathered or buried. They shall be dung on the surface of the ground. Well, you shepherds, and cry out, and roll in ashes, you lords of the flock, for the day of your slaughter and dispersion has come and you shall fall like a choice vessel. No refuge will remain for the shepherds nor escape from the lords of the flock. A cry, the cry of the shepherds and the wail of the lords of the flock for the Lord is laying waste their pasture and the peaceful foes are devastated because of the fierce anger of the Lord. Like a lion, he has left his lair from the land for the land has become a waste because of the sword of the oppressor and because of his fierce anger. Chapter 26, in the beginning of the reign of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, this word came from the Lord. Lest says the Lord, stand in the court of the Lord's house and speak to all the cities of Judah that come to worship in the house of the Lord. All the words that I command you to speak to them, do not hold back a word. It may be that they will listen and every one turn from his evil way, that I may relent of the disaster that I intend to do to them because of their evil deeds. Thus you you shall say to them, Thus says the Lord, If you will not listen to me to walk in my law that I have set before you and listen to the words of my servants, the prophets, whom I sent to you urgently, though you have not listened, then I will make this house like shallow and I will make this city a curse for all nations of the earth. The word of God is powerful and it speaks to us today. Be solemn before the Lord God Almighty because he is bigger than anyone or anything in the world. Take time to be solemn before a holy 
God today. Bye-bye. Well, good morning. I hope you're doing well this morning, Saturday morning. And I just want to take a few minutes to read God's Word and make some comments. And I just pray that you focus on God, focus on Him. He runs the universe, as the Bible clearly tells us. He runs the universe. He runs the things of this world. He is active. He is ruling from on high. And trust me, He is sovereign. He's in charge. Uh, We're reading today out of Isaiah. That's Isaiah chapter 40. I'm just going to read a few verses starting in verse 17. It's Isaiah 40, verse 17. And it says this, Before him all the nations are as nothing. They are regarded by him as worthless and less than nothing. To whom then will you compare God? What image will you compare to him? As for an idol, a craftsman casts it, and a goldsmith overlays it with gold and fashions silver chains for it. A man too poor to present such an offering selects wood that would not rot. He looks for skilled craftsmen to set up an idol that will not topple. Do you not know? Have you not heard? Has it been told you from the beginning? Have you not understood since the earth was founded? He sits enthroned above the circle of the earth and its people are like grasshoppers. He stretches out the heavens like a canopy and spreads them out like a tent to live in. He brings princes to naught and reduces the rulers of this world to nothing. No sooner are they planted, no sooner are they sown, no sooner do they take root in the ground than he blows on them and they wither. And a whirlwind sweeps them away like chaff. Verse 25 says this, To whom will you compare me? And that's God talking through the prophet. God's saying, To whom are you going to compare me? Or who is my equal, says the Holy One. Lift your eyes and look to the heavens. Who created all these? Who brings out the starry host one by one and calls them each by name? Because of his great power and mighty strength, not one of them is missing. What the prophet seems to be saying here is, we can put our faith in idols when things don't go very well or even when they do go well we can put our faith in idols but the king of glory the great I am the beginning and the end he is in charge Adonai Yahweh he is in charge he runs the universe not us not leaders God almighty even when it looks like chaos he's still running the universe he can bring princes to naught to nothing Sometimes in our world today, we have a war of words, words going back and forth, sometimes very insulting, sometimes very divisive, sometimes lies, sometimes slander, sometimes it's just a bunch of junk. 
God can bring all of that to nothing. Because he reigns on high. And everything is in his hands. I'm going to read just briefly. This is out of a commentary by Edward Young on Isaiah. And this is it's talking about verse 22. Here, I'll just read verse 22. It says this. He, talking about God, he sits enthroned above the circle of the earth and its people are like grasshoppers. Grasshoppers. He stretches out the heavens like a canopy and spreads them out like a tent to live in. This is what, uh, this is Edward Young. This is what he says. To God, seated upon his high throne, men appear as grasshoppers. And he references Numbers 13, where it, it talks about that. In their actions and activities, men are, men are as weak and powerless as grasshoppers. Which multitudinous as they are, cannot hold the world in its course. And he goes down a little further to say, the forceful comparison shows the folly of idolatry. Listen, friend, it is real easy. It's real easy. You go out into the world every day, it's real easy to forget God, forget the things of God, forget who he is. It's very easy to do that. Because we get bombarded with junk. But listen, God is sovereign. He reigns on high and he will bring nations, he will bring leaders to nothing if he chooses to. If he chooses to. Sometimes he just lets them go at each other and destroy themselves. This is all part of God's process what he does ruling on high. It can be his judgment. It can be his correction for sure. But make no mistake, he is in charge. He is in charge. You know, some things happen this week as they do every week. A lot of really strange and crazy stuff happened in the nation. I hope your life is more sane than what goes on often in the nation. And let me tell you, God Almighty is in charge. And he will bring things, circumstances, people and what they're saying to nothing if he so chooses. To demonstrate his power and authority and say, I am in charge. And when I say that, I'm talking about God Almighty. He is in charge. See, in the passage that we read, we see that idols are being created. And let me tell you something. People can be idols. The position that they hold can be an idol. Government itself can be an idol. See, we can pay too much attention to certain things and it becomes an idol because we put it before God Almighty. God is in charge. Nobody else. And sometimes he will clearly show that. I don't think necessarily he needs to do that because he's God, but he does. And if we'll just take time to look and see how big and wonderful he is and see 
how God is speaking to us through circumstances, through things that happen. We'll continue to look to him instead of creating all these idols. Our land has many idols. But as Christians, we need to take a look at our own life, not just what's happening on the world stage or the political stage or whatever. (laughs) It may be accentuated there, but we need to look at our own lives. God's in charge of your life. He's in charge of your life. And often what we do, just like the text says, an idol is created. Instead of looking up, looking to God in our circumstances, we look at all these other reasonable things, all these other things that maybe we should do or or not do. We look to people, possibly people in authority or people of influence instead of looking to God. And what we're doing is we're actually creating an idol. And some of us are so arrogant, we actually create the idol of self. We just look to ourselves to solve all our problems instead of looking to Almighty God. Well, the Bible is really, really clear. Going back to verse 21 in Isaiah 40, it says, Do you not know? Have you not heard? Has it not been told to you from the beginning? Have you not understood since the earth was founded? He, speaking of God Almighty, sits enthroned above the circle of the earth. Listen, friend. We live in really disruptive and crazy times. But God is on his throne. And he rules from on high. So how do you take the crazy (laughs) and the crazy stuff going on? You take it to God. You lay it at his feet. And trust me, he'll work it out. He's big enough. He's not surprised by anything. And many of the things happening in our culture, God is speaking to us. Well, we're over here creating idols. He's speaking through these circumstances, trying to get our attention to get us to turn back to him and realize he sits on the throne, not us. Not government, not leaders, not business. God Almighty alone sits on that throne. When Jesus died on the cross, our Redeemer, and was raised to the right hand of the Father with all power and authority. Listen, He sits on the throne. Not you, not me, not leaders. Period. That's what the Bible says. So instead of looking to other things in our lives, in our circumstances, and even relationships we may have, and fawning all over those things and creating idols. And it doesn't matter your social status or how much money you have. When you look back at the text, it talks about someone who's poor. It doesn't matter. You think social class matters to God? It doesn't. That's not not how God judges things. Even the poor man (laughs) creates an idol. Listen. God is is shaking in a man in a manner he's shaking his fist and trying in love trying to communicate to us through these circumstances don't be fooled by the world and what goes on in politics and government and what goes on in the world don't be fooled by those things 
And what I mean by that, don't be enamored by it. God's in control. But he most definitely is speaking to us through those things. And I know what I'm telling you is very basic and foundational in Scripture. But we have to be reminded of those things, of who's in charge. We have to be reminded of what hands form the earth. Who created all that is. And who runs, who is ruling from on high. Not me, and it's not you. And it's not political leaders. It's not government It's not rich people, those who have great influence, those who are popular in social media. They don't run the universe. In a social media world, it's really easy to have idols. Real easy. What's popular this week, what people are talking about, listen, God is in control. He is sovereign. As Christians... We need to hang on to that. In difficult times, we need to hang on to that. And that actually gives comfort. Even in the crazy, it gives you comfort in the craziness. Because you know he's on his throne. Even when it looks like mass chaos. God's speaking to us. Trying to get our attention. He's trying to shake this nation. To wake up. And just realize there's only one person sitting on that throne. It is not, (laughs) it is not you and me. It is not leaders. It is not anything in this world. It is God Almighty. It is the Lord Jesus Christ who reigns on high. Friend, As Christians, we really need to measure and look at our life. And we need to clean it out of all its idols. We need to clean it out. So we can see things as they really are. So we can see what God's really saying. He's not saying go to the right or to the left or listen to this person, listen to that person. He's saying, listen to me. That's what God's saying. Listen to me. Look up and listen to me. Keep your focus on me. Because we cannot, in this day and time, or any day and time for that matter, cannot put our faith in the world, in the systems of the world. We put our total faith in God Almighty. Period. If this past week didn't teach you anything, I hope it taught you that. And sometimes it's not that it's teaching us, it's reminding us. It's bringing us back to Him. Shucking off all those idols and focusing on God Almighty. See, it's such a simple thing. But when we're bombarded with junk all the time, sometimes it's easy to miss it. To miss what God's saying and to miss taking the time to focus on him and honoring him with our lips instead of arguing with a bunch of people. I pray, I pray in this coming week for me 
And I want you to pray for you that we will focus on God and God alone. You see, if this nation will focus on God instead of government, instead of business, instead of social media and entertainment and all these other things that can be used for good, by the way, they can be. But if we'll get our focus off that and back on God Almighty and who he is, who he is. See, what you believe about God matters. It affects how you live. Most people don't have the stomach for theology, which is basically God, the study of God. But see, when we get our focus on God, everything lines up because our perspective changes and we see who is really in charge. It changes our perspective. I pray, friend, today that you focus on God. In the coming days, you focus on God as we come into a very crazy season because it's an election year, a very crazy season, crazy time in our history and in our nation. Focus on God. He has all the answers. He has all the answers. And while our nation is going through a really difficult time, what God's trying to do is bring us back to him. So as Christians, inventory your own life. Look at your own life. Vacuum it out. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you get all the junk out. And focus on God Almighty. Focus on Him. Get into His Word. It has all the answers. I'm telling you, friend. If the millions of Christians in this nation would get rid of their idols, by the power of God, get rid of their idols... And focus on God and realize he's in charge. Because many times we're running around in a panic. We're in fear because all this stuff is happening. You have a relationship with the king of kings? You don't need to fear. You should fear him. Not circumstances and not people. That's not of God. Fear is not of God. See, when we get our focus on God, our fear, so to speak, is in the right place. We're fearing him. Instead of running around in a panic with carrying around all our idols. I pray regularly for this nation. But make no mistake. Make no mistake. Our everyday personal life manifests the kingdom and the glory of God. So what does that mean for you? You get to choose. You get to choose as a Christian. Whether you're going to be like Jesus Christ or going to be like the world. And I'm telling you, much of the church is just like the world. That's why the world doesn't pay any attention to us. Because they see us as no different than them. See, when they see a difference, when they see a Daniel, when they see a Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, when they see that, things shift and change because that is different. It's not somebody carrying around a bunch of idols. It's someone saying, oh, you're doing that? Well, I'm going to do this no matter what you say. Because I'm going to honor God. God can shift and change this nation. But we as Christians, those who claim to belong to him, have to do our part. He manifests through us. 
God is sovereign. Put your focus and faith in Him and Him alone. And He will enable you to shuck off all the idols and move forward in faith. I pray today. You may need to pray a prayer of repentance. A real prayer of repentance, repenting for the idols you've created in your life. And I pray if you need to do that, do that right now. Repent of those idols, shut them off and get your focus directly on God Almighty. See, we have to give our whole heart to God. Not part of it, not 25%, 100%. We have to give all of our heart to God. You want to see radical change? You want to see justice and righteousness manifest in our culture? Then as Christians, we got to have to get it together and focus on God shucking off what does not belong in our life. Go to God. He will restore you. I pray you have a beautiful and wonderful day and you keep your focus on God. Keep interceding. Keep praying. Keep reading his word. Keep walking with him. And I'm telling you, friend, he will radically shift and change your life. And he'll also change our land. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.